to another live stream. So um, today I'm going to talk about uh, Donna Lee and um, we're going to look at the uh, chord progression. So this is a um, fact on um, back home in Indiana. Okay, so that that process is basically when a chord progression that has already been um, written for a particular tune is um, used to um, for for a newer tune um, by a different artist and um, or I guess it could be the same artist, but typically a different different artists and uh, they write a new melody on it. So um, that's what we have here with uh, Donnelly. So we're going to look at that uh, chord progression, kind of work through um, everything. And I didn't bring my guitar with me, although you can see if you're watching this on video, I've got a ton of guitars behind me. But, um, but I'm just going to do a, um, an analysis talk today. All right, so let's get into the tune a little bit and talk about, oh, and I also want to mention, um, if you've been listening to the podcast, uh, I've been doing some uh, playing with backing tracks, and um, I've been testing all that and finding that the live stream video sounds really good, um, and then there's some strange things going on with the sound that ends up in the podcast. So I'm working on that. Um, but if you're, you've been listening to the podcast and wondering, well, I wonder what's going on with that, that sound. Well, I'm also wondering what's going on with that sound, but I'm um, going to figure it out and, um, and uh, get that kind of fixed. So we'll see how things progress this week. All right. So back to Donna Lee. So we're in the key of A flat for this. And um, here we're referencing the the real book, so probably have a copy of this. So it's important to when we're um, first looking at a tune, um, think about the key key center. So what's the key center? So what I recommend doing is taking taking a look overall at the chords, just kind of scanning over them, maybe looking for little progressions with within um, within the form, and um, taking note of the chord on the first measure, um, and the chord on let's say this is a thirty-two bar form. Um, the the chord on uh, bar, let's say, thirty one. Okay. So here, you know that, and that's not going to give you a definitive idea of what exactly the um, um, key is, but it will tell you um, and give you at least some idea um, that it it might be. Um, this one we can we can say uh, starts and ends on a flat, so that's that's a pretty pretty strong um, 
<clears throat> pointing us straight pretty strongly into the direction of a flat as we try to figure out what the key center is. And then we can take a look, let's say, let's say you look at um, measure, measure nine goes to the four chord, four minor. Um, so those are, those are pretty typical progressions um, in general. And then we have the one chord dominant seven after that, uh, or four bars after, after the four chord and then two five back to a flat. So it seems like it's, it's continuing to move backward back to a, a flat after going into different, um, chords. So let's do kind of a, a one by one here. So a flat we'll call the one chord and let's write down some chords that, that we might expect in this key. So you take the key of a flat key of four flats. So we might have a flat major seven, B flat minor seven, C minor seven, D flat major seven, E flat seven, F minor seven, and G half diminished seven. So we can go through a number. We say, okay, A is going to be, A flat is going to be the one, B flat minor will be the two, C minor will be the three, D flat major seven will be the four, E flat seven would be the five, F minor seven would be the six, and then G minor seven flat five or G half diminished um, is the seven. <clears throat> Okay, so this gives us a starting point for what to what to expect. It doesn't mean that everything has to fall into these uh, these chords. So we have we could have different chord qualities. We could have different root notes all together. Now, for the most part, probably it will be mainly in this uh, key as far as uh, root notes go. But uh, we will have a lot of chord quality changes. So A flat will be the one chord <clears throat> and then F will be the sixth chord. Now notice this is F7 and um, when we wrote out the chords that we're expecting in this key we have F minor 7 so there's there's a little bit of a difference. We can call this a 5 of two, okay, and then the B flat seven will be the the two chord. Another chord where the chord quality is different than um, than what we find just strictly within the uh, key of four flats. All right, so the two chord we're gonna make that a major chord and dominant. So it's a dominant seventh chord. Okay, and then our chord quality shifts to minor. So we have a minor two, E flat seven will be a five, and then we get the one chord. <clears throat> so uh, I was talking to, 
to a student um, last week, I think on this day last week. And um, she's pretty new to, to music in general. Um, and she, you know, has some questions about chords and things. And so, um, when you, when you have someone, well, what, this is what I was explaining, but you have someone who does, let's say classical, let's say they study classical piano or classical guitar and this definitely case by case kind of thing. But in general, I found this to be um, the case is that they they work on pieces and they may be playing chords, um, but they might not actually know what the chord name is. All right, so they're playing a piece and they're playing it the way it physically feels to do it and, and using the ear and all that, um, and generally using uh, sheet music. So knowing what the chord names are, that's, that's kind of one, one level that's, that's important in, um, at least you might say popular music and contemporary music. And I would, I would say in classical music too, but kind of, um, I guess depends on what you're, what you're setting out to do and what, what the, what the level ends up being. But, um, so anyway, there's that kind of thing. So, so a musician like that, if they're interested in knowing, you know, what the chord names are, then, then, you know, you can do, you can free yourself up and say, well, I'm going to play some rhythm guitar, or I'm going to, I'm going to accompany on, um, piano, let's say from a, a lead sheet or something that gives a basic melody and the and the basic chords, but doesn't specifically tell you what to do as far as the chords go um, and when to play them and the rhythms and, th and things like that. But it does give you an idea of, of the chord, but you could play, um, you could voice it in many different ways and you can assign your own rhythm and things like that. So there's that that kind kind of level, I would say, of just understanding. Okay, and then if we bump up one one more level of understanding, so we want to know the functionality, and music's not it's not always functional, but um, oftentimes it is. So we want to know how does this relate to a key center? How does this um, progression function? Is this uh, a five-one kind of motion? Is this a secondary dominant? Is this predominant? Um, so we have those different layers of understanding and when you're an improviser is really i would say necessary to to know um, how to um, think about chord progressions and be able to to um, think of them in roman numerals it also will help you transpose keys <clears throat> all right so so this E flat minor seven to D seven, we might think, okay, as a minor, maybe minor five and, and D, we don't necessarily have that in, um, in a key. So it's a D natural root note. So 
uh, versus D flat. So we can look at kind of where, where it's going here. So we're going to a D flat chord and that is the four chord. So we can say that this is functioning as a two, five in the key of D flat. And the five, which which as it's written here, is more like a tritone substitute. So we'll like, say flat two. Um, and the the five would be um, would be an A flat seven. Okay, which you could think of in terms of as like a five of uh, four. Okay, so there's the the functionality of that, and then and then we get to the four chord. Okay. And then we get to a, a minor four. Another very common progression and another maybe even alternate change is, um, is to have a G flat seven there, which will give you a flat seven um, kind of sound. But that turns into another um, a um, couple of options there. And then we go back to um, the, the one chord. So um, I'm just going to notate this uh, D flat minor seven as the uh, minor four there. Okay, one. Okay. And then the uh, sixth chord, which again we could say five of two. Then we get to the two chord and the two minor. So we've seen some of this progression before. So two minor into the E flat seven. Um, and that's going to finish 16 bars, uh, the first half of the form. And, as you can see here, we have an A, B um, form here. So next up, we start out pretty, pretty much the same, and then we quickly go into a new direction. So we have, um, and just to kind of back up here as well, um, the six is the relative minor, so that's an an important spot where you oftentimes find that a, a tune might go in that direction. So that's what we're going to find here. So we have one chord for A flat, and then we'll call this F7. We'll call this five of two. Then we have the two. All right. And then we go into a new direction. So we have a C7. If you remember, a C7. We had the um, uh, we had a minor chord that's the three. So let's uh, well let's take a little moment here. We're going to go into kind of a new direction, um, but we'll talk a little bit about um, Phrygian dominant and um, talk a little bit about the three chord. So the three chord is an interesting. Um, interesting spot, right? So if we, let's say, think in the key of 
four flats. We think about a C chord. So let's say we're thinking and using a mode name here as a as a kind of a shorthand. Um, so we have the uh, Phrygian mode. So Phrygian is fair. It's fairly dissonant um, because we have this we have this flat six or flat thirteen, and we also have this flat nine. And the flat nine is is not a typical sound that you hear on the um, on a, on a minor chord, let's say. Um, another issue with um, the three chord is that it sits a fifth above the relative minor. The, the root note has that interval uh, between it that's up a perfect fifth or, or down a, a perfect fourth. So given that, and given that the, the relative minor has a five chord that is minor, uh, at least in in um, let's say F natural um, or F aeolian, what we can do is is adjust our our scale so that we have a, a leading tone. Otherwise, it's um, it's not really pushing us towards that um, that F note. So if we if we have a note that's just a half step below um, the F seven then we can kind of get it to push us into to that F and make it feel more like a, a tonic. So, so let's say you look at um, F harmonic minor. So in F harmonic minor, you're going to have an E natural. So kind of keep the same key signature, key of four flats, and then we're just going to adjust that e, e flat, move it up a half step, and we get the um, E uh, natural. So what does that do to the C chord? Well, if you have an E natural in the C chord, that means you have now you have a major chord. And we still have this B flat, so we still have a flat seven, so it's it becomes a dominant seven. So it's it's really achieves that goal of um, of giving us a five one. So that's um, a, a solution that harmonic minor um, offers us, and when you apply it to the um, the five chord. In, the, in that harmonic minor, um, in this case C, then you get what's called the Phrygian dominant. All right, so let's get back to back to this. So we have uh, C seven. So really, we're going to be thinking F minor for for this part here. So we just say uh, five. One, okay. You can see here um, if if you're looking at the sheet music and if you're watching on the podcast, I recommend um, taking a look at the at a lead sheet on it. Um, you can see here that there's no change to 
um, any note except for that E, which we just talked about, right? So at, at least in the melody. So you have an E natural, and then you still have everything else from uh, the key signature. So that's exactly what we just talked about. So then that can kind of inform your decisions on, on how you might improvise, not that you'd have to limit yourself to that, but that that would be a, a good um, place to start for sure. So we get the five to the one to the five. Remember, we're thinking in F minor right now. So one, so five, one. Okay. So um, F minor. So we're going to call it a minor one for the time being. And then the five, C7, five, back to F minor, the one. Um, and then, then we get this, so what was notated as um, A flat diminished, uh, which, which you could play. Um, you could also play, let's say, B diminished. Um, if, if you take a look at, at the tones here, uh, we have B, D, F, A flat in the melody, so diminished um, type chord. And um, that's one of those symmetrical type chord shapes. Everything's a minor third part, so you get a B diminished, D diminished, F diminished, A flat diminished. Um, so all the inversions are, are um, all symmetrical. Um, but just to just to note, maybe another you know possibility. Let's say maybe a G seven flat nine. That would give us more of a, a five of of three. So I'll just throw that out there <clears throat> as a possibility. And then um, and then you you could go you could go to this A flat, um, or maybe go to the three. Uh, which would be C minor. Okay, and then F7 will be the five of the two. And then we get B flat minor seven, which would be a two, E flat seven, five, and then a one. So if we sum, sum up this, this tune, we're going to find that it often at least on the A section, it, it sort of sits on that that two chord um, which, with dominant seven. It goes to the four chord and then does the four minor thing. And then in the second half of the form, um, it, it goes to that B flat again, the two chord, but then it, it primarily goes to um, the relative minor. So those are kind of the centers that it it tends to to pull towards. Um, and so it's it's helpful to take a step back and and to try to think about um, how all of those things work. And then um, and then we get I have a two five back to to the beginning. Just gonna be the four chord. All right, everybody. Thanks for um, checking this out. I really wanted to make sure to get in a talk today. I'm trying to get a talk in at least five days a week, um, 
And um, so tomorrow I will definitely um, be back and uh, do another talk. I'll, I'll probably do some some playing and things like, like that as well. All right, everybody. Well, thanks for checking this out, and I'll see you all in the next one.